Welcome to episode four of the Picture It podcast. Hi all, I'm Jess. I am the owner photographer behind the lens of Jay Wilson Picks. Thank you for joining me here today. Today's topic is going to be about why I fired my doctor. So, for those of you that know me and have been around here for a while, you know that I've had a five-year struggle with health issues, and I fired a lot of doctors along the way. It's come to my attention in some discussions that I participated in on the Clubhouse platform that not everybody realizes that they can do this. So I thought I would share some of uh, what I went through in regards to that. And hopefully as we go along through the story, you will see how I pictured it, I flipped the script, I reframed it, and then I regained my power to get the end results that I wanted. They may not have been the results that I wanted, but they were the results that I needed. So we'll go with that. All right. So we moved from Arizona about five years ago. And when we lived in Arizona, I was able to maintain a healthy level of weight. I was at the same weight for probably about five, six years. I was going to the gym every day. I was lifting weights. I was not counting calories, but I was counting macros which is where you keep track of your fat, protein, and carb intake. And I was doing that because I was lifting heavy weights and I was trying to become like, you know, this fabulous muscle babe type of deal. Anyhow, we moved to Utah for my husband's job and I stopped going to the gym. When we moved out here, I was so busy with getting everybody situated from the move and settled in. I had to restart my business because I had never once thought to market outside of the state of Arizona because I never thought I would move out of the state of Arizona. So I had to start from from ground level and rebuild my business. I just had a lot of stuff going on with the family and things. So I was working out from home, but I wasn't going to the gym and lifting weights as hard as I was before. I was still following some of the same specific um things that I was doing before when I was going to the gym. For example, I was making sure I got eight hours of sleep every night and that I drank like half a gallon of water every day. And I was making good, healthy food choices. Did I indulge in sweets and sugar stuff sometimes? Yes, I did. But I did my best to not overindulge and to keep that stuff in moderation. So I was still doing all of the things. I was still working out from home. I was doing beach body workouts. I was doing yoga. Um, I was lifting free weights at home, doing my own workouts that um, I would normally have gone and done at the gym, but had just, you know, modified a little bit to be able to do from home. So I was still doing things. It just wasn't as hardcore as going to the gym had been type of deal. Anyhow, I was doing a yoga workout one day and I came up from down dog and instantly I was totally like, I mean, it knocked me to the floor. I don't even know how to explain it. My ears started ringing. My eyesight got blurry. If you are a drinker, if you have ever drank so much that you went home and you laid on the bed and you got the spins, that is exactly what it felt like. But I was coming up from a yoga position, from down dog in yoga. I didn't know what to think. I didn't know what was going on. And so... I went to the doctor. They told me I had vertigo, but they had no clue as to why. 
probably, I don't know, two to three weeks after that, my husband finally sat me down and said, look, I love you, but something is not right with you. You are always tired. You have so much fatigue, like you're moody, like there's, there's something going on with you. You need to um, go see a doctor. You, you're either like you've got a brain tumor or you're going through menopause, but something's going on and I want you to go and find out what it is so that you can get better because you're just not right right now. And I agreed and we went to the doctor. And I want to say that the first doctor that I went to, I fired right away. <laughs> and it literally was because I didn't like his bedside manner. Um, it was a doctor that I had been going into regularly since we had moved out here to Utah. Now, this was all within like the first year of us being out here, just to give a time frame reference there. So I had been going into this doctor and getting my depot shots. And so they had a file on me. I was not a new client or new person, a patient, however you want to call that. Um, so they were familiar with who I was. And I went in and I told him, I said, okay, I came and saw you last week or, you know, two weeks back, whatever the time frame had been, a little bit back because I had vertigo all of a sudden. And that just doesn't sit well with me. I don't think that that's all it is. I think that there's something more. I have a hard time going to sleep at night. I have a hard time getting up in the morning. My hair is falling out. I've gained like 30 pounds and it won't go anywhere. Like I cannot lose it no matter what I do. And I just overall feel like shit. Like there's just a couple of different things going on and I feel like shit. Can you help me figure out what this is? He took a look at my chart and he said, well, I think you just need to lose weight. You're just fat. You need to lose weight and all of your symptoms will go away and you'll feel better. And I sat there for a minute thinking, this, this is what my husband works so hard at his job to pay so much money that we pay for our insurance to come in and these are the kinds of answers that I get to my questions. This is ridiculous. So I looked at that doctor and I said, did you even read anything that's in that chart that you're looking at? And he was like, well, yeah, of course I did. And I was like, oh, okay. So you saw on there the part where it says that I work out on a regular basis, that I've maintained the same weight for the last five, six years until this sudden weight gain, that my hair is falling out, that I'm having mood swings, that my periods are extremely heavy, that I have a hard time going to sleep at night and I have a hard time waking up in the morning. And then now I have this vertigo thing that's just decided to show up out of nowhere. So you read all of that. You read all of that, that um, I don't count calories. Like I make healthy food choices. I get a half a gallon of water every day and I'm getting eight hours of sleep. And that's your answer is that I need to work out and lose weight because I'm fat and that my symptoms will go away. And he just kind of sat there for a minute. And instead of letting him talk, I was just like, okay, that's fine. Thank you for your help today. We'll see you later. I'm leaving now. And so I fired him. I never went back to that doctor. Now, as I said in previous posts here on the podcast, I've been through about nine doctors. I'm on doctor number 10. And so far, so good. But in other experiences, I had a doctor who um, I had asked him, we did blood work, 
I expressed my concerns and the symptoms that I was having. And he was like, okay, yeah, it does sound like something's going on with you. Let's do some blood work. And we got my blood work back. And he was like, well, everything looks fine. I mean, well, your thyroid's a little off, but we can put you on a pill for that. And your cholesterol, your, your, what was it? The triglycerides are a little high, but you know, that can be managed with diet and another pill. And I was like, okay, well, are you open to things like essential oils and healing with nutrition? Because those are things that I'm big on. I love homeopathic medicine. Anytime that I have an option to do something homeopathic or natural versus synthetic uh, doctor prescription type stuff, I will do. There is a time and a place for doctors and their prescriptions and modern medicine. But there are a lot of things that are overlooked that could be healed in alternative ways. And this doctor in particular was like, you know, no, that's a little too woo-woo for me. Those were his words. It's too woo-woo for me. That's not what we read about in our books when we're, you know, becoming doctors. That's not stuff that we learn about. I know nothing about that. It's too woo-woo for me. No, I cannot meet you halfway in developing a treatment plan that will integrate all of those things. I was like, okay, thank you for your time. And I fired that doctor too. Now, when I say I fired that doctor, it's not like I sent him a notice like, hey, you're terminated or anything like that. I literally would just exit from their office, go to the front desk, request a copy of my medical records because I am entitled to be able to do that. And then I would get my copy of my medical records. I would then say, okay, thank you for your time. And I would go to leave. They would ask me if I wanted to set up my follow-up appointment or whatever. And I would turn them down and say, you know, no, thank you. Like I'll have to call back in or I'll do that at a later date kind of thing. And then I just never would do it. I would never call back. I would never set up a follow-up appointment. I would go and I would do my research and I would find doctors in my area and I would read reviews and I would ask um, neighbors, people from church, friends and family as we started to meet people. I would ask for opinions on who they knew or if they had somebody in their family who knew someone who specialized in this or that or the other thing kind of deal. And I was able to create a list of doctors to go through. And then I would call them and I would call their office and I would ask them questions. I would ask them if they were um, okay with using essential oils, if they were okay with using nutrition for healing, if they knew what infused teas were, if they knew um, you know, how to use oils, if they were open to that kind of stuff, if they were open to energy healing, if they were open to muscle testing, in addition to the modern medicine stuff. And I found a couple along the way that were very nice and very helpful, but they just weren't quite there yet. And so I just continued my journey until I found the doctor that worked for me. I ended up with a doctor who did a lot of nutrition healing. He was a sports therapy doctor. I won't drop names here or anything because, you know, there's laws about that kind of stuff, rules and regulations. But he was a sports therapy nutritionist doctor. And he was very much open to energy healing and muscle testing and using oils and using healing for nutri nutrition stuff in addition to 
um, the modern medicine stuff that he practiced on the regular kind of deal. And he was a fabulous doctor. The only problem that I had with him, though, is that we struggled with figuring out my thyroid stuff. So that first doctor that said I had a thyroid thing and wanted to put me on medicine, I didn't do the medicine. I didn't agree with him. So when I got, by the time I got to this doctor, and I want to say this was like the fourth or fifth doctor in my journey. But anyhow, I took him in my copy of my medical records. He saw all of the stuff we had done before. Of course, they ordered more blood tests, so we did those. And he suggested a... Uh, a diet, and I will say what for what it is. It was a very specific diet. It was a diet where things are cut out. Um, it wasn't a keto diet, but it was something similar to that. And anything to me where you have to completely remove something from how you're eating is considered a diet kind of thing. You can change your nutrition and your way of eating and have that become a lifestyle. But when it comes down to like, okay, you have to eat this and can't eat this and it doesn't quite make sense to you, then that's a diet thing. And that's just my personal opinion on it though. So we went along with that and I want to say we were able to get my blood levels to where they close to where they needed to be. And that was based just on the nutrition stuff. I did take some of his suggestions for the diet aspect of it. Um, but then I added my own. I ended up cutting out dairy. I cut out soy. I cut out um, gluten was a big one uh, for a little bit there. I did probably about six months of no corn, no oil, no meat. The no meat thing was hard for me because I do enjoy my chicken and my fish and every once in a while a steak. And so I only did that one for about six months, but the gluten and the dairy and the soy were big ones that I was able to stick with. And those were things that I came up with on my own based on my own research. Um, I would look on Google for my symptoms and I would follow the rabbit holes and go down the links. So I would get to the stuff to read that was not just like, you know, a random Google post or a Facebook post because we all know you can't believe everything that you read online. Um, I would find information that would lead to doctors who had books, who were currently practicing and dealing with my issues, and I would go from there kind of deal. So on that particular doctor, I ended up firing him because at one point we got to a standstill in my treatment plan. On one of my examinations that he did, he was like, oh, it looks like you have a little lump there on your neck. And so he did a physical um, examination, you know, where he manipulated my neck, my throat area. And he was like, oh, you have a lump there. We need to go have that checked out. So he sent me for a biopsy, which let me tell you, I've had three kids, natural birth, no painkillers or anything. And that biopsy was the probably one of the worst things that I've ever had to do. You literally lay there and you can't... You have to like hold your breath and you can't move your mouth. You can't move your tongue. You have to just like hold your breath and just stay there for a minute while they stick a needle into your neck, into that mass that was there that the doctor felt to take sample tissue from it, to test it and see what it was. 
Anyhow, long story short, it was a horrendous experience, but I lived through it. I made it through. Um, I had a huge bruise on there for probably like a week and a half, but my husband helped make up for it. He took me out to ice cream after, so that was a nice bonus. But anyhow, back to the story. So they did this biopsy test, and the sample came back as inconclusive. And so this doctor was like, well, it's inconclusive, but... We think that it's very susceptible to being cancer. It's a cancerous mass growing on your thyroid. And I wanted to know, I wanted to know 100%. Not it's inconclusive, this is what we think it is. I want to know what is it. And he and I went back and forth for probably about three weeks before I fired him and moved on to another doctor. And it wasn't a bad thing. It was just that he did not have an answer for me. There was no test out there that they could do that would say, yes, this is 100% cancer. Take it out now. Um, the only option that he had for me was to go in to do another biopsy where they take a sample again. And it was like, that seems like a lot of inconvenience and pain for me. Um, money from my insurance because, you know, they're not going to cover two of these in a row. So there's going to be some financial expenditures going out here for this. What are the possibilities that I'm going to get the same results back? Like, what if it comes back as inconclusive again? Are you still going to tell me you just think that it's cancerous? I want to know 100% before I agree to have anything cut out of my body that it needs to be cut out of my body. So, he was unable to do that, to provide that answer. And so I ended up moving on. I found another doctor who actually was a thyroid specialist. And that was like, that was his thing. That was his jam. And so I went and met with him again, took him the copy of my medical records, went through all of the stuff that I had been through and gone through up to that point. And he said, you know, I'm just going to be honest with you. You know, your last doctor was correct that there is no test that we can do that will say 100% without a doubt that this mass is cancerous. So that being said, I so he said, that being said, I understand that you are using essential oils and you're healing with nutrition. You're doing these tea infusions and you've cut gluten and you've cut dairy and you're doing all of these things and you're working so hard to be as healthy as you possibly can. And I appreciate that. But I'm going to tell you the same thing that your other doctor told you. I think that this mass is cancerous. So he was willing to give me time though. He said, I'll give you time to work on this yourself so that you can, you can process this and get through this in a way that works for you. So we agreed that we would take, I think we did four months, three to four months time frame. And I was going to do all of the things that I was doing, continue doing those things. But I had to go in for an ultrasound on this mass every month. And if it kept getting bigger, then at the end of that three months that we were going to look at options for surgery stuff. If it started to get smaller or went away, then we would know that I was on the right track and that it was not cancer and we could call it good. 
I liked his way of thinking, so I agreed to that, and that's what we did. So for that next couple of months, I continued doing all of my things the way I was doing them, and I went in and met with him, and we would do ultrasounds regularly to monitor the size. It finally got to a point where it was obvious that it was getting bigger every time I was going in. It was not getting smaller. It was not going away. So when we hit that mark that we had agreed upon, we sat down and we talked about surgery options. I'll leave that stuff for another episode, but that is how I ended up going in and having thyroid cancer surgery and having my thyroid removed. And that is just kind of a very basic short version of how I went through so many doctors and how I fired them and why I fired them. I think that we as women, and I'm sure men have this problem too. This is not just a woman thing. I think it's more prevalent with women, but I think some men might be affected by it too. When we go in, we just were so overwhelmed from all of the things that we're doing, right? Being mom, being dad, running a business, keeping the house clean, doing the laundry, taking care of kids, cooking, like all of the things. And when we feel like crap and we go into the doctor, we just want answers. We just want them to make us feel better. And sometimes it's just too much work, too much energy to question what kind of answers they're giving us back. But I want to be the voice in your head that reminds you the next time this happens to you, nobody knows your body better than you do. And if you go into a doctor because you feel something is off, something is not right, it is okay for you to stand up for yourself and tell them, no, I don't agree with your diagnosis. I don't agree with what you're trying to tell me is the problem. I think that's wrong. I don't think that's what it is. And I'm not going to take this pill to cover it up without having an answer of what the problem is so that I can fix it. So, yes, keep that in mind. You can do that. It is okay to do that. You are well within your rights to be able to do that. Just because they're a doctor and have that plaque on the wall does not mean that they have the answers for everything. It does not mean that they know your body and what you're dealing with and going through better than you do. And it's okay to question their judgment. And if they will work with you and be accepting of you questioning them, then fabulous. But if they won't, get a copy of your medical records, leave quietly, don't cause a fuss, and get on, you know, searching for a doctor that is going to listen to you, that is going to meet you in the middle and is going to help you get the answers that you want. So I hope that you have got something from this episode today, from me sharing this story. It is a constant reminder for me of all of the struggles that I have gone through, even at times now as we're, I'm cancer free, but we're working on balancing my hormones. And I'm not going to lie. Sometimes it's exhausting. Sometimes I just want to go into the doctors and let them do their blood tests and let them put me on whatever it is that they want to put me on because I'm just so tired of having to fight for it. But then I look at my kids, I look at my family, I think of my friends, and I think of those that I have shared my story with that know the intimate details of my struggles. And I realized that I can't give up now. I can't give up now because then that will have mean that all of this fight up till today 
has been for nothing. And giving in without questioning, giving in without, you know, having a mutual understanding of what my body is doing and what it needs and how it reacts to things. Like I'm not, I'm not going to be doing anything better for myself. I can't go in and let the doctor tell me you need to be on this, this, and this and have it be something that my body won't take, that my body won't process, that my body can't handle. That's going to make me sicker in the long run because big picture, it's not fixing the problem. It's not getting to the root of the issue. It's band-aiding the symptoms. So I'm going to leave this with you today. Please keep this in mind if you're having any sort of health struggles, chronic or mental health issues of any shape or sort that you have to go see a doctor about. It is okay to question them. I hope that you will be able to use this story for your particular situation, reframe it, picture it, rewrite the script, and regain your power. This is Jess, and I'll see you next time. If you like what you're hearing here on the Picture It podcast, I would ask you to please scroll up and hit the subscribe button. Turn on your notifications so you can be the first in the know when a new episode is dropped. If you would like to send me any suggestions, comments, tips, tricks, suggestions for content that you would like to hear my perspective on, or if you would like to come on and be a guest speaker and share your story, please reach out and connect with me on social media. You can find me on Clubhouse, Instagram, and Facebook at jwilsonpix. That's J-W-I-L-S-O-N-P-I-X. I want to take one last minute here. And again, thank you for coming and spending time with me. There are a thousand other things you could be doing with the few minutes that you come in here and hang out. I appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next week.